Assalamu alaikum girls. I hope you're all in the best of health and iman, inshallah. This is your host Rizwana on the E-Muslimah podcast. Welcome back to another episode on the E-Muslimah podcast. And in today's episode, we will be talking, I say, I'm saying we, I mean, I will be talking about the signs um, that you will see if your iman is strong, inshallah. So the signs of a strong iman. Um, I just want to say beforehand that obviously this is a big reminder to myself foremost. So this is a disclaimer before I share this with anyone else. And again, this, I'm hoping this podcast to be another five to 10 minute podcast episode so that it's easy for you girls to listen to this. If you're doing something quick, whether that's going to work or dropping your children or siblings off, if you're running some errands, or if you just want kind of like a five minute break to yourself, then these short episodes on my podcast inshallah will be very helpful so that you don't miss out on anything and you get the full effect of um, a podcast that might be slightly longer and you have more time for inshallah okay the number one so one of the biggest signs of having a strong iman is praying five times a day so if you find yourself um going from praying absolutely nothing to slowly praying um up to five times a day or five times a day which is amazing then honestly that is something to be proud of because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask us about our salah as the first thing on the day of judgment okay and that will rule many of us out okay um when i say many of us i'm not talking about um us missing i'm talking about the disbelievers or those that didn't pray um and we will be the ones standing you know remaining there so that's the biggest thing that you need to know is that if you finally found that motivation to push yourself to do your salah that is a big blessing from allah and you must have done something so good in your life for allah to give you that blessing because trust me there are so many people out there who do not pray or do not pray five times i mean again everyone's in their own struggle everyone's on their own journey but i'm talking about those those who consciously are aware that they're not praying and that they are sinning there's a big difference between somebody struggling to pray and someone who's just like not bothered about salah at all so of course you must have done something amazing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you that motivation to pray five times a day and if it's on time alhamdulillah even so much better so you know take that as a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number two immediately asking for forgiveness after sinning now this is such a big thing because there are sins out there that are being so normalized to the point where we don't actually realize what is a sin and what isn't anymore because it's so normalized we don't even think oh actually hang on a minute that's a sin we have to think like that now unfortunately we live in a society that embraces sin and more importantly talking about sin so much that it becomes so normal for us and then when we unconsciously sin when without realizing it's you know times like that where we forget to ask for forgiveness so if you're a strong believer and you've got strong iman you will feel so guilty the fact that you've displeased allah that is a sign that is a feeling in your gut okay that's a feeling not in your heart in your gut that deep feeling that deep remorse Okay, there's a big difference between regretting something, regretting a sin and feeling remorse. If you're feeling remorseful for a sin, deep down you just don't want to see yourself doing that sin ever again. You don't even want to think about it and you just want to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his forgiveness. So again, if you sin, okay, if that's intentional and your first instinct is to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ask for forgiveness, then trust me, that is the best thing you can do. And that shows that even though you had a hiccup, you turn to Allah straight away. That is a big sign of Iman because when people sin, they fall so deep into that sin, they don't even want to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they feel so much shame. But that's the worst thing you can do. So if you do that, alhamdulillah, that's amazing because a lot of people struggle to have that trait um, and they are very hard on themselves. Do not be hard on yourself. 
okay to seek for forgiveness and move on and try your best to never go back to that sin ever again okay and again if you have sinned unintentionally please make it into a habit you know at the end of the day or after each salah where you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness for those sins that you have committed unintentionally number three and that is reading Quran every single day. So maybe not every single day, but most of the time. So really embedding Quran into your routine, making it part of your routine that to the point where your routine feels really weird without you reading Quran. Okay, that's how I like to think of it. That's how you really know that you've really established Quran in your life. Now, you can um, establish the reading of Quran um, in many different ways. So number one, you could go to Quran class, okay? You can go to Quran class, you can do Tajweed classes, you can do Tafsir classes, and you will be, um, you know, in contact with the Quran, okay? You don't have to read massive paragraphs from it, but at least you are studying the Quran, you are studying the meaning from it, which is actually even more important because that enables you to feel connected and makes you feel more in love with Islam. Okay, so again, that's really important. Another thing is, it's just maybe reading to Quran on the way to work, on the reading Quran on the way to work. I meant listening, otherwise you get into a car accident. Listening to Quran on the way to work, or listening to Quran, you know, whilst you're going out for a jog or something like that, or reading Surah Mulk before you go to uh, bed, before you sleep. You know, it's the it's going to save you from the punishment of the grave. So. Again, these are just ways to embed the Quran into your life. But most importantly, to get the most value out of the Quran is to embed the teachings of the Quran into your daily life. Embedding the teachings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you and embedding that into practice. Okay, because that's how you really know you've connected with the Quran. Number four, and that is following the sunnas, okay? But when I tell you this first, I'm going to tell you this now. It's really important that you prioritize your fard first before you do the sunnah. A lot of people do the sunnah, but they don't think about the fard. Fard is what Allah has made us compulsory to do. So it's really important that we stick to that foremost. So if you are struggling to work on your fard, make that your priority. And you know what? The sunnah will naturally follow, inshallah, okay? Because... Prophet Muhammad sallam, he did his fard first and obviously whatever he did that was the sunnah that he came up with okay so again following the sunnahs so if you have established your fard you know Allah Mubarak that's amazing may Allah reward you immensely for it ameen so following the sunnah so again reading the seerah of Prophet Muhammad sallam, reading the hadiths looking at interpretations looking at the habits of Prophet Muhammad sallam, looking at the people around him you know follow what they do okay and you know what adopt mannerisms like Prophet Muhammad sallam. let him become your role model if you're trying to find a person to become your role model let him be your role model okay and follow how he behaved with um, people follow how he treated people because again you are then not just following the sunnah and reading it you are implementing it into your life and when you start implementing things into your life and into your routine and into your akhlaq everything will change for you inshallah Okay, my lovelies, that was pretty much it with all of the signs that I've kind of just spoken about that would kind of show that you've got a high iman, a very strong iman, inshallah. And I really hope this podcast was beneficial. And again, I made it super short. So, you know, roughly between five to 10 minutes. So that's easy for you girls to kind of get the most out of a podcast and find it really beneficial without you having to miss a lot. So I really hope this was useful, inshallah. And again, this was a big reminder to me for most before I share this with anyone 
else. So I really hope you girls, I've probably said that a hundred times, but I hope you girls enjoy this podcast and I'll see you in the next episode, inshallah. Take care and assalamu alaikum.